Welcome to the Toka Backstage Podcast. Join Toka's Executive Director, Chris Wolf, in conversations with the artists and people behind the scenes of the Torrance Cultural Arts Foundation's performances and events. Hi, it's Chris Wolf, Executive Director of the Torrance Cultural Arts Foundation, again with another episode of Toka Backstage. It is my extreme honor to have Jocelyn Wilkinson and Don Barroso of uh, Jocelyn and Dawn, who will be performing in the Studio Cabaret January 27th and 28th. Um, and uh, thank you guys for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much yeah, for having you're, us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. So um, I have questions. Um, first of all is, so Dawn, you're, you have like a an extensive musical background as far as uh, instruments. And Jocelyn, you have a more of a vocal background. How did you guys decide that this was like the perfect blend to get together? Well, you know, we've been together as a couple for many years doing our separate musical projects. And um, I founded a group called Adawe many years ago and performed with them. And Don had his jazz projects and other collaborations he'd been doing. Yeah, my musical background is um, is in jazz and classical. Um, trained as a trumpet player, the rest of it's self-taught. But he also collaborated with many singer-songwriters, and you know has just done tons of stuff. And um, when I was doing my original music, um, I usually had a full band, and I used to perform with a full band um, in the early and mid two thousands. And you know later on, it just became a difficult thing to keep going. And so I kind of stopped performing with my original music. And eventually he said, well, why don't we just do something together as a duo? And the idea is that it could be sustainable with the two of us. And we could, it was a challenge as well to kind of strip our songs down to their essences and have them still be really rich and full uh, in performance. Yeah, Jocelyn had written um, a bunch of songs at the piano um and it kind of came to a point it's like you've got so many of these things and you're just sitting and playing it at the piano um <laughs> can we do something that's like portable and that we can do together and uh we had we had uh, some stringed instruments laying around and i had at one point been pretty involved with guitar but i had let that go in in favor of the trumpet for a bunch of years and uh, so we decided that uh, Jocelyn would would pick up the uke and I would play the guitar and we would just try to make some arrangements of these things that that had been written at piano and uh, great songs, uh, but really no opportunity to get out and play them with a band since our son was born mm -hmm. 12 years ago. So, you know, that kind of uh, that's that's kind of where it started. That, that I, you bring up a really interesting point and one that I've actually been sort of trying to wrap my brain around, which is taking a, a song that is like composed or conceived or written for a band, you know, so you have drum, bass, guitar, violin, whatever, and stripping it down to just the single essence of a one instrument or two instruments. How difficult is that to do? I mean, I, I can't imagine, I mean, I preface this with I have no musical ear other than I know what I like. How hard is that to do? Well, it's interesting because 
we've been playing these songs with, you know, the interesting arrangements that we've come up with that we think are interesting. And then when we went to record them, Don produced our most recent CD and there's a wealth of instruments on there. You know, we kind of start with the layers of our acoustic instruments and voices. And then there's just all kinds of wonderful electric guitars and drums and and um, all these great textures. So now it's like, now we have that in our ear. So our acoustic instrumentation is enriched by all the creativity that went into the recording. Yeah, I think we started with rudimentary uh, arrangements of things and and it is challenging because you don't really know there's a lot of ways to approach an acoustic duo um, a lot of styles you can you can come at it from and uh, we started with with one approach and as we started to flesh things out we kept um, evolving and realizing that we could uh, you know other things worked <clears throat> you know experimenting and um and then, you know, the other challenge of a duo is that you've got to be able to be engaging rhythmically, melodically, all these parts that you that you develop as, as you're making a multi-track recording. You know, you try to fit as many in as you can, but you're just two people. So it, it's, you know, it's it's a process and you don't really know where it's going until you get there. And well, then now, you know. I was going to say, I have to imagine, too, that that coming from, again, the musical background, um, coming from playing the trumpet to guitar, is that like a major leap or is that was that a sort of a fluid thing? It's kind of a leap. On the other hand, um, I've always been interested in um, other instruments. My dad uh, was a band leader, uh, multi-instrumentalist, so that was a... Um, he had a, a great influence on me. He played so many instruments that I just figured I should too. <laughs> so, you know, um, I would hear things and I would want to do recordings. I would learn how to, to play instruments just so that I could, um, you know, I could record them. And eventually that led to some sort of, um, you know, ability, you know, and in different areas. So, it's music, you know, it's, um, it's beyond the instrumentation. It's, it's just about taking a vision and making it real. Um, He's being modest because he can pick up pretty much any instrument and make something gorgeous. And well, you know, with conviction. Anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all about the conviction. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, along the same lines, Jocelyn, for uh, my understanding, um, forgive me, from my ignorance, but Adawe is like a, a full group of singers, right? I mean, it's it's all yeah. vocal. It's vocal and percussion, and then we have a full band as well. So, taking so it that, could be nine tripping, or ten people. <laughs> tripping it down again to just the bare essence, I mean, was that, I, I imagine in a group like that, it's sort of, you can always sort of lean on somebody if you're not sure about something. With this, it's pretty much you out there in, in front, right? It is. So that's been a great growth uh, for me to do that over the past five years since we've been doing this, yeah, for this project. For both of us. Um, yeah. It's not to get to lean on a full band or a full ensemble. It's it's just, you know, it's the naked voice and the instrument. Um, 
but I've always been so interested in roots music and organic music of all genres. And the first instrument being the voice and um, how, you know, possibilities are endless. Um, and so just finding the, the textures and the accompaniment that really let that emotion shine through and allow us to communicate just directly heart to heart with our listeners. That's really what I've has been very fulfilling with this project. Yeah, it's certainly been something new for me uh, because everything I was involved in was, you know, larger, pro you know, larger projects with, with numerous people playing. And so you're just part of the texture, you know, or even if it was, uh, I'd be, even if I was backing up a, a singer with a full band, um, you still have the band. You just come in and play your bit, you know, but this really, really was has been uh, um, something new for us and, mm -hmm. and exciting, Excite, exciting and challenging and all of it. Mm -hmm. um, how, what's the best way um, to describe your music? But what would you, I mean, what's your elevator pitch? Is it jazz? Oh, I would say it's, no, it's, um, it's uh, Modern Brutes. It's earthy. It's very connected to the natural world. Um, and it, the songs really talk about connection uh, to yourself, to each other, to our natural environment, and kind of seek to find a, a deeper truth. Um, and there's moments of fun too. <laughs> yeah. No. But. I would say it's earthy and folky and soulful. Soulful, yeah, yeah. and um, with hints of jazz chords and um, yeah, and uh, you, you know, know, and blues. With the instrumentation, it does have its roots in um, folk, um, and uh, you know, I, I play a lot of finger-picked stuff, and more so than strummed. Um, and so we work with these textures of the two instruments, and we've really, um, you know, found some really some really nice textures in there that are continuing to develop but mm -hmm. um, I, I like actually I, I really like the way you describe your music where it, usually if you ask somebody they'll relate it to oh it's a cross between this artist and this artist it's or jazz and blues or hip-hop and soul you guys describe your your music more as like a fine wine. It's earthy with these kinds of tones. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> exactly. There's some oakiness in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you? How, does that? I mean, how do? You, it almost like you you you're cherishing your music a little more than just being a player. Is that, would that be accurate? I think so. I mean, these songs are really special little stories and moments of, of creativity that you know, we've crafted. And they, they just feel, it feels like such an honor to be able to give that gift out of this beautiful little creation. Yeah. I mean, I, I often think of, um, 
of uh, creating music is a lot like cooking. Um, it's a, the analogy is sort of you have, you have a pantry, you have flavors, you have things that you've got sort of in your, in your toolkit, and you're creating something beautiful. Um, genre is really a hard thing for me because I hear things that are kind of like straight down this lane or that lane, and they 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 sound like kind of boring, <laughs> <laughs> or they sound like they're so rev they're so referential to so to to everything else in that lane. It's like instrumentation is if you're going to be doing country, then your instrumentation is this. It's kind of like a set rule. Your lyrics are going to be this, you know, and maybe people don't really re realize that they're doing it so much, but they do. We come at it from raw materials, kind of an angle. And so that's where the, why the references are, are not really necessarily in the lane of genre, in the, in the realm of genre, you know. Well, so, it could, it could also be that when some, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to speak for every musician, but it seems like when a musician is asked, you know, what is your music like? And they start, popping up you know similar bands or genres mm -hmm. it's it's almost like they're they're dumbing it down so somebody can understand it whereas you're talking more about a feeling and a and a an emotion and that that people will feel when they hear your music so it's really not just you're not you're not putting it in a category you're talking about what your music brings to somebody that that's accurate? that's yeah, absolutely, that's absolutely true yeah mm -hmm. and that's you know what we want to do we want to create an experience for our audience and also just really have it feel participatory have it feel like a community it's like you know we're there to share something they're sharing their energy by being there you know how they respond to it is going to feed us and you know no two shows are the same and again, it's just such a gift to be able to connect so directly with our audiences, especially after the pandemic yeah. <laughs> and having to do shows like, you know, over Zoom and live stream and everything. So we, we certainly would never take live performance for granted anymore. Well, our, our studio cabarets are really sort of perfect for that because it is such an intimate venue in the Tano Theater and people are... I mean, our audience just loves the interaction and and uh, relating to sort of getting to know the artist as opposed to just sitting back, you know, what thirty feet from from them, listening, watching them play, and then going home. This is this really is kind of like an experience where it's like you're all in a room and you're all having a good time. Yeah, and that's the fun of it. That's the yeah. fun of a situation like that where. Uh, <clears throat> You know, and I, I always enjoy it when I see somebody in the more intimate setting like that and you get a feel for who they are. I mean, that's why you go see live music, really, is more for the human experience. Being around other people, but also getting a little bit, bit of a glimpse into the person, the personalities of the people playing the music, too. You know? Yeah, and I, you know, quite frankly, I don't know how you guys, how musicians or artists got out we're able to do zoom i mean we did during the pandemic we did some zoom shows and it just just ain't the same <laughs> we had some fun moments over the 
you know, YouTube live chat, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know, know, performing for, you know, friends and fans in other states, yeah. you know, that was kind of fun. It was fun. That way. And, you know, oddly for us, we had only done a handful of things live before, before the pandemic happened. Um, well, that's, you know, as a, as a, you know, as, as our, as, a, as the uh -huh. duo. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, a lot of um, a lot of the development sort of happened during the pandemic in the in the live in the live things. It was, you know, it was a lot a lot to put together, uh, trying to make sure that your camera's right and your audio's right and and all of this stuff. And <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, it's it's interesting, people. You know, I it's just such a blessing now to be back to being able to share the arts with people. I mean, our and it's it's interesting that people are are they're so hungry for it that, and I, and quite frankly i mean there's so many options whether virtual streaming television whatever but i think people now are really hungry for that that personal connection like you say mm -hmm. um but i i'm i know you guys are are going to enjoy our cabaret we're really proud of it um I can't wait. I, yeah, I can't I'm wait. Curious, I'm very excited. Talking about your the, the feelings that people have, what what's what do you want people to to walk away with from a concert of yours? What's the feelings that you really hope that they they walk away with? Well, I hope they are thoroughly entertained. <laughs> uh, community, yeah. I would say mm -hmm. that we've shared something real about ourselves and created some, you know. A, an environment musically that makes every that brings everybody into it. And a lot of our songs are, you know, speaking about this kind of deeper connection, this kind of reconnecting to our own true nature, true spirit, um, creativity. So I hope that our music helps to open up uh, that channel. Yeah, in and, our audience members and inspire you know yeah. um, i would love to see i would love to see a handful of people that go away from our shows say i gotta get the guitar <laughs> i gotta you know a, a ukulele that would be that would be great i should get one of those you know that everybody feels like those things are something they can do and they should do yeah you know i think we get to do a songwriting workshop with you right Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be fun for sure. Yeah. Um, the uh, one of the things that we do besides um, our presenting performances is we try to encourage young artists, up and coming artists, and try and get them uh, involved or nurture them, encourage them. And I always like to ask the artists, um, "What's a piece of advice that you typically give these, you know, young artists?" Oh, I'm just, I am so inspired by young artists and young people when I, I mean, my other hat that I wear is arts education. So, you know, I have a great passion for seeing young people take creative risks and put themselves out there and find their own authentic creative voices. Um, what I would say is just practice a lot, you know get really good at whatever instrument or uh, craft you choose. 
just, you know, find, get really comfortable in your craft and then find your own unique voice, what it is that you want to say. Um, because there's no wrong answers in this thing. It's just about being, you know, having facility with your craft and then just digging deep. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think I would probably also say that, that since music really is the, the universal language, it gives you um, other ways to communicate that are deeper than words themselves. And so, you know, it's, it's worth pursuing and it's worth expressing yourself no matter what level you play, play at. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it's in, it's sort of nice to see or have the opportunity to sort of encourage the, the creativity of whether it's music or dance or anything else. Because even if it's not something that you end up taking on as a career, it's, it's nice to, ha to have that ability of expression. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're all creative people. <laughs> I truly believe that. Oh, I do too. That yeah, well said. Um, well, again, you, uh, it's uh, Jocelyn and Don performing the Studio Cabaret January twenty seventh and twenty eighth. Um, it's going to be a fabulous evening of, of beautiful music, just like fine wine. Um, so we encourage you to get your tickets and come out and join us, uh, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. Oh, it's been an honor. Thank you so much for having us. Can't wait to see you in person. Mm -hmm.